0: Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is, I'm aware of them now, and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So nice to have you here per usual. Um, happy Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday, but I cannot wait for today. I was a little bit absent on the podcast because if you did not know, Host Week happened last week. And Host Week was a flippin' fantastic event put on by the team over at Host Agency Reviews. And I actually assisted them this year as... A speaker and sponsor coordinator with all of my background, doing my own uh, virtual event called Prep for Wave Week. I have done it for two years, and Host Week has done like been in or been a thing for about three years. So it is super super cool to be working with like like-minded people within the travel industry who have similar goals of just really uplifting this industry. So if you haven't tuned in, the recordings are available on the host agency. Review. YouTube channel. It is freaking fantastic. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you tune into the recordings um, because there is fantastic um, educational spots. I did do an edgy spot on Monday if you wanted to check that out, all about utilizing LinkedIn for client attraction within your business. Uh, Which kind of like leads me into today's topic where I am discussing why you may not be making money in your travel business currently. And um, I'm going to come at this from what I have diagnosed as to like why I wasn't making money and like just within my travel business And I feel like if I am thinking about the first thing about why I wasn't making money in my travel business, it is because I was relying on friends and family to spread the good word of my good name. And that just didn't happen. And so when we're thinking about like reasons or trying to diagnose why you are not currently making money within your travel business are you relying on other people to do the work for you? Uh, Because I know I was (laughs) Uh, for many years. I figured that if I just posted things, people would share things or people would want to book with me. And that is just not the way that business works. You have to be, this is, being in sales is an active sport. Um, You cannot just be sitting on the sidelines waiting for things happen to you in this business or in any business that you have unless you've gotten to the point that you've been talking to so many people out there that you are a commonplace name and people just know they they you are like synonymous like with travel, I need to book with so-and-so. So So if you are not at that point, um, well, you're probably making money if you're at that point. So uh, you may not need to listen in on this unless there's, and that's why I say... There's a couple different reasons why you might not be making money. And I think the first reason is that you are being passive and you are not talking to anyone. And so that is why when we're talking all about attracting ideal clients, I do not, that is not my preferred terminology because attracting means that you're like a magnet waiting for another magnet to come around and be be attracted to you and you you just cannot wait for that to happen. So who are you talking to? Like if we're talking about this specific pain point and how we can diagnose and course correct that you can start making money, if you are not talking to anybody in your business slash if you're talking to the same people And if those same people are not converting slash referring you for your business, you need to be talking to new people because what you are doing is currently not working. And I think like that's finally like where I had gotten to the point in 2020 slash end of 2019 where I was like, I'm going to do things differently and I'm going to get out of the community and be more visible in my community. And then that kind of backfired on me since uh, nobody was getting out to meet people around then. Uh, and but that is also a huge reason why people are meeting people differently now, especially doing a lot of things virtually. So I I do not want you utilizing the excuse that maybe you're too introverted. And so you don't want to like do the whole networking thing in person and all that because there are so many different ways that you can connect with people virtually nowadays, especially if you're active on LinkedIn and if you're making solid connections with people. Um, That just needs to be part of like your daily habits, your daily repertoire. If you are brushing your teeth and taking a shower every day to maintain your personal hygiene, uh, you also need to be talking to people within your business and getting to know different business people for your business hygiene. That is just a thing. If you do not like meeting people, creating relationships with people, um, this is probably not for you. (laughs) This is not the business for you because you do like relationships are a huge thing, especially if you want to build a more high ticket luxury clientele. Um, people are not just going to be randomly dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars if they don't know who you are, who, what you stand for, what your opinions are on things, and where your expertise lies within the travel industry. This is a relationship building and I stand firm that sometimes it does take time to build relationships with other people. But that is how you are going to get farther in any sort of business even if you're not in the travel industry it is the relationships that are going to carry you so the the top reason that i see why you are not making business within the travel industry is because you are not talking to new people or you are not talking to enough people so how can you do that like simply go on Google and find out what kind of networking events are in your local area. That is probably the simplest thing that you can do. I know it can be scary. It can be nerve wracking to put yourself out there, but the more that you do it, the easier that it becomes for you. So you have to be bold. Like that is one of my biggest things. Being a business owner in itself is a bold action. You are going against the grain of what so many people do, which is get a job and work at J-O-B for the rest of their lives. They are 40, 50 years with one company or with multiple different companies. That is the safe thing to do, and I'm not knocking on that because that does provide a lot of security for a bunch of people. But if you have decided to be a business owner, you have also decided that you <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm wow, this is gonna be a little controversial. You're okay with not doing the safe thing, and not doing the safe thing means getting out of your comfort zone. That's just a part of of being a business owner. If you are uncomfortable, you're doing something right. You're moving in the right direction. I would also say in these terms that you're not talking to anyone or you're talking to the same people that you may also be talking only to a cold audience rather than a warm audience and talking to a cold audience is going to convert much slower than a warm audience. So what's the difference between cold and warm? Cold people know you. Or sorry, cold people do not know you. Warm people do know you. They have already built or established some sort of relationship with you, whereas cold people are just meeting you for the first time. And I think a really good example of this is when we're talking about traditional social media routes. Um, And traditional social media routes, I would also say, are more of like keeping that, like warming up your system. But I also see a lot of where you're posting things and it's not necessarily helping you garner new attention or new attraction. It's just to the people who know you. So a lot of the tactics that you know for social media isn't going to grow your audience. It's going to warm up your current audience that you have, which is great. It serves that purpose. But again, then we go to, if you have been putting out lots of content to this warm audience and they are not converting, that means you are not making money, which means that there is another issue that's out there you have a some sort of sales issue there's a hiccup in your sales system because if you are talking to the right people utilizing their language if you've perfected your messaging um, if you really understand who your ideal audience is it should not be hard to convert them so there is some sort of disconnect maybe you're trying to sell the wrong sort of a travel product to them. Maybe the travel product that you are trying to sell, you have the wrong audience for. So you need to tailor that. You need to tailor your messaging or you need to tailor where you're at. Maybe you are utilizing a platform that they're not even on, which is why I say, like, preliminarily, there's certain things that we can do to diagnose where you're at and why you are not making money within your travel business. But there are things that you also have to evaluate within there. So you know the problem. You don't have, you're not making enough income based on the goals that you want. So how do you do that? You need to be talking to more people, but you need to be speaking their language and you need to be meeting them where they are. So it doesn't make any sense for you to go to retirement centers and mark it there if your primary demographic is teachers or it's new family wed new families/or newlyweds There might be some of those people at retirement centers, but that's not necessarily the demographic. Even like if I'm thinking retirement centers, there may be a certain type of retirement center. Like it may not be that you go to all the retirement centers. Maybe you go to retirement centers or retirement communities where they are super active because you want to be selling more like expedition trips and active tours and all that. Like organized adventure you can't be getting that if you're going to certain retirement communities that do not promote an active lifestyle. So it's kind of like you are counteracting all your efforts, which is why you need to know your ideal client, your ideal referral partners inside and out. Because once you know who they are, where they hang out at, what they value, some of the things that you have in common with them, you know where to meet them. So a lot of what my demographic is is in like the coaching consultant strategist area, so I'm going to hang around where they are hanging around. And that means that I'm going to be doing like lots of coffee chats. I'm going to be attending lots of virtual events, um, even virtual small group events. So I can get a little bit of FaceTime one-on-one time, meet a little bit of people that way. Maybe even like be able to introduce myself in the business of what I do. So I would not be going to like destination wedding expos because yes, while... Uh, business coaches and consultants are probably getting married at some point in their life. That is also like, then, then we're in the wrong frame of mind. They're thinking about at a destination wedding expo about getting married to the partner of their dreams. They are not at a business event like thinking about how they can grow their business, which is what I help people do with my cruise retreats is help people grow their businesses. So why would I be at at, like a totally different space they're not even thinking about growing their business at these events could like an off chance something work out sure I think that can happen with many and plenty of things but again like is that the right place that you that I should be going to or destination wedding expos I mean now is the season for all sorts of things destination weddings but if I'm not focused on that, then I really shouldn't be going there because that is going to be a cold audience. So again, if I'm going back to cold and warm audience, my business coaches and consultants are going to be more warm at an event that focuses on business than it is on something that's not business. Um, Another reason why you're probably not making money within your travel business is because you don't know how much money you need. So you don't know what your goals are. So if you don't know how much money you need to be making to break even, at the very least, for all of your expenses... How do you know where you're supposed to go? Like this is a huge chunk of what we did in the marketing strategy planning session that happened at the end of 2022 is that, we had to figure out what our expenses were and what the expenses are that we wanted our business to cover. So like for me personally, this year I want my travel business to help me pay off my credit cards. So it's not gonna be all the majority of living expenses. I also want my travel business to pay for the travel business expenses. Uh, but the my the majority of my income, I want it to come for my support business. So I'm not gonna factor in like my mortgage into my goals for my travel business, I am going to put those on my support business, my marketing business. So that those are things that you have to think about as well because some of you may have pensions, maybe on retirements, maybe on disability, so you might not have to have all of your expenses covered from your travel business. We need to figure out what the number is that you need to cover. Some of you have extra expenses. You have children, you have childcare, you might have lawn people, pool people, and all that kind of like home maintenance stuff that your business needs to pay for so that you can relax a little bit on your home life. So, what are these expenses. I know lots of people like to say the certain six-figure number out there, but is that exactly how much you need? Because I know so many of you just wanna work part-time hours because that's all you need is part-time income. Other of you wanna work part-time hours and get full-time income. So, and full-time meaning that they need to pay all of your expenses. So you need to determine that because once you know what are the expenses that you need to cover? Then you have your yearly income goal number, and then you're able to break down everything else. You're able to figure out what products are going to get you to that sales number. And once you figured out what products are going to get you to that sales number, how are you going to be promoting that within your marketing efforts so that you are making money in your business? in alignment with that is that you are not checking in on your goals. And I will say I am guilty. Of, I'm guilty of all these things. This, These are the exact reasons why I was not making money in my travel business. Um, I will also say that I'm currently not checking in on my goals just because January was bananas for me on so many different fronts. That is going to be a focus on February to get my head back on straight so that I can focus on checking in on the goals. Because again, like you can set goals, but if you're not doing at least quarterly check-ins to see where you're at on those goals and kind of make like the necessary detours to either get back on track or maybe lighten the low later on in this year, how do you know? How, How do you know? Like having these types of goals and numbers in mind are kind of what propels you forward. You need to be Creating goals and you need to be checking in on the goals. It could also be because you don't have any of this in place, you're not focusing, which means you don't have any strategy. You're just sticking like the classic spaghetti on the wall type example. You're shooting and trying to do all these different things because all these different gurus have taught you all these different tactics, but nothing is working you're not making money from these tactics because you have not delved in deeper to your goals to what they should be to why you are doing it all like the more inner work that you can do and like delve up from from yourself and why you're in this business and what really makes you happy and fulfilled the clearer mind you have and the clearer goals that you can create to propel you forward and keep you being focused so then you can create money in your business. I will also say, kind of like adding in something else into this, um, I didn't need to make money. So making money in my travel business wasn't a priority because I had a full-time job that I could fall back on. And that hindered me a lot. Now, I'm not also saying that you should just go quit your job so you can start making money if that is what your current situation is. I'm not saying that that's what you should do either. But you need to be treating your business like a business. And while you may have extra income that is coming in, there are still certain things that this business needs to pay for and that this business needs to cover, aka your travel business expenses. Do you pay a business coach? Are you in different memberships? Do you have a CRM? Do you have an itinerary builder? Are you paying for things like Zoom or Calendly or Acuity or anything like that? Those are business expenses that your business has to pay for, which means your business has to make money. Or else, you have a very expensive hobby that your other job is paying to cover. I've been there. I've done that. Uh, This comes like I am, I am really trying to break it hard for you because it's not that hard to figure out why you are not making money within your travel business. And this was a really hard thing for I know me personally to come to terms with I will say and I think I said it a little bit earlier in this episode my current priority in at this stage in life right now isn't my travel business (gasps) shocking but that's where I'm at there have been other things that have garnered my attention that I have absolutely loved doing. And part of that is this podcast. Part of that is helping you overcome all the pitfalls that I have gone in through my own business. Like that is one of my missions is to uncover all the things that we think are outable, unsolvable And we think that all these big wigs and these people that are making lots of money are able to sustain income, have it all figured out. But in reality, Nobody has it figured out. The difference between those people that are making money and those of us that aren't or haven't or didn't used to make money is that they are taking action and they are typically taking imperfect action and they are talking to everybody. They are talking to so many people because that's what it takes. You need to, everybody needs to know about you and everybody needs to know about what you do. If you think you have talked up your travel business, Enough to everybody, keep doing it and do it more and do it often because what you're doing is not enough. Like, you need to be talking about it often. Like, you want your people to be sick of you, so sick of you that they understand everything that you do, and if they don't wanna work with you, they can be like, yes, my friend Rita, she's been talking about travel and she sells river cruises all the time and you just mentioned river cruise and I don't like river cruising, but you should like book with her or you should talk to her. Like that is how much you should be talking about what you do and how you can help people. Like, Do not ever be afraid that you are talking too much about your business. Trust me, it is not enough. And then I would say the last thing is that there is fear. And I have experienced and I still like deal with this is both fear of failing in this business, but also fear of succeeding in this business. Because what does that mean? If you have succeeded, like you're People, people actually want to work with you and pay you and give you money. So you actually have to deliver exceptional service to them so that they keep coming back and that they refer you to other people. That can be scary. Like figuring out that you've gotten it right can be scary. And I feel like that's a normal thing because many of us with, I would say, whatever, either childhood or generational wounds we grew up. That thinking that we will never make it because we were never good enough. And so where a lot of people are scared of failing, there's a lot of people who are scared of succeeding because they don't know what that looks like. Because that was never even a possibility to them because they were fed the narrative that they were never good enough for success. So it was never going to happen. Woo, that's a big one. I know that that is a big one for myself and something that I've had to combat. And that's also why I say you just need to be bold. Just do it. You don't know how you're gonna do it? Well, just do something. Something's gonna work out. And if it doesn't work out, then it's, that means it's not gonna succeed. And what happens from there? You just keep trying other things out. Being in business is really a science experiment, just testing different things out. And I know it's hard to overcome these different fears, fear of putting ourselves out there, having to talk to people, having to talk to multiple people, having to tell them our story, having to open up a little bit. But really, like when it comes down to it, the number one reason why we're not making money in this travel business is us there's something that's holding us back. It's usually ourselves that's holding us back. And you have to figure that out or work in spite of it. Being like, yep, I have this hindrance and I know I need to work on it. uh, But I'm going to push through because I need to be making money for myself, for my family, for the people that I love. Um, for my community, to be able to create jobs for my community, whatever it is that's fueling you. If it is the desire that you work with nonprofits because you want young leaders of tomorrow to be able to experience the world and to hone in on their leadership skills, what is that inner instinct? What is that inner drive? That has to be stronger than all the other fears and the doubts and the lies that you have been spoon-fed for whatever, however long or however short it has been your desire and need for that, for positive transformation, positive change within the world has to be greater than your fear of all the other things in order for you to succeed in this business. So I'm going to challenge you. What daring, what bold thing can you be doing today, this weekend, this next week to make your next sale in the travel business? What is it What is the sole thing that you can be talking about? The sole product that you can be talking about? Because I feel like sometimes we also overcomplicate things. And we're like, well, there's cruises, there's tours, there's small this, there's luxury this, there's family this. So maybe you just tune out all the noise and say, you know what? I'm just focusing on theme park trips to Florida and get really great at doing theme park trips to Florida figure out if you like doing them. If you do, keep doing them. If you hate doing them, then pivot to something else. But that is also another thing that you have to focus on in order to keep making and make money in this travel business. You have to focus. You need the clarity within your business. I laugh because like, I am perpetual entrepreneur here, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and I have so many ideas, so many desires, but this is the year that I have decided is going to be an easy year. I'm going to welcome ease in this year for me. So that means within my marketing business, I'm going to focus on one to two things, and in my um, travel business, I, did I just say that? In both of my businesses, there are one to two things that I have focuses on. And while I could do hundreds of different things because I have hundreds of different of ideas, my goal is to be great at doing the one to two things so I can keep selling and doing and being more comfortable and gaining my skills on that and gaining more clients in those things. So then further down along the line, either I can keep doing that if I love doing those things. If I don't love doing those things, I already know I have the skills to be successful in one area. So if I want to try something else out or pivot in a certain way, it all starts with one thing. And that's putting myself out there and doing it again and again and again and again. So... This is probably why you're not making any business within your travel, <laughs> within your travel business. This is why you're not making or making any money within your travel business. My tongue is a little bit tied right now. So I would love to know, join me in the strategic travel entrepreneur. What is the one hindrance or the biggest thing that you are finding within your travel, your travel business? And let's see. Let's co collaborate and see how we can get you comfortable removing the needle within your travel business to be making that money. And it can be however much that you want to be making. If you just need to be making a thousand dollars a month, and that is what you are going to be making to cover your travel business expenses and tra- cover whatever expenses it is that you want your travel business to be coming. But. I want us all to be coming from a place that we are business owners making money and not just sinking money into an expensive hobby that is the travel business. All right. Until next week, you have an amazing week, travel business owners. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave the show a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.